What is going on, senores and senores? Welcome on into tonight's Flyers game recap as the Philadelphia Flyers, in their first game back from the All-Star break, fall to the New York Islanders 2-1. to And obviously, you head into this game. The one question that you had for the Flyers was how would this team look after the break? You know, it was over a week that they have been away from the ice. What would it look like? What was the rust level going to be? And that was here pretty early in this game. The first star start off in that first period. Defensively, it was a little sloppy. Carter Hart had to make some big saves, as our guy kind of usually does. And of course, the power play bit or the 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 penalty kill killed the Flyers in the first period as Kyle Palmieri was able to snipe one. Flyers were uh were able to get one back, not at, not before, however, the uh the Barzell goal um in the second period. You would get um you would get one back thanks to a little bit of a deflected goal. I think they gave the goal. Uh, they wound up giving the goal to Nick Delore. Yes, they did get it. They gave it to Nick Delore. It was a little deflection of Tony D'Angelo. Great job of a redirection for uh, to cut the lead to two to one. And unfortunately, that was really all that was left. Uh, now, again, the Flyers did not start off this game in the right. No, and defensively, it was a little bit sloppy, and they were lucky that Carter Hart kept it a one nothing game. Now they get one back in the second period, and it's a two one game. And I, defensively, it definitely got picked up throughout the game. But offensively, that's really where the main struggle was because they had a lot of opportunities. JVR had like three clutch opportunities like in the third period alone. And it just wasn't falling. Whereas opportunities in, in, in this throughout the season, some of the opportunities the Flyers got here tonight would have gone in. It just wasn't happening here tonight. And that's part of coming back after a week off, right? You're, you're going to have that, Russ. It's going to happen especially for a team like this where, I mean, let's be 100% honest. The, the reason why the Flyers have won or have been a 500 hockey club is because they've been playing their ass off. You know, their effort has been spectacular, and they've been buy, buying into what John Tortorella has been saying. But when when you are in, you know, relying on your your star power, relying on some type of talent here tonight, it's really what they needed. Um, it really just did not come um, into play here tonight. You did have some good. Uh, you know, it, it, it was a 2-1 game. And listen, it's the Islanders, right? We Every time you go up against the New York Islanders, you know what type of game it's going to be. Even in this iteration of the, of the Islanders, obviously Trot's no longer up in New York. Uh, but this is still a team that makes it very difficult on a night-to-night basis to win. Uh, it's a much more offensive generation. Obviously, this is the first time we get to see Bo Horvat uh, as a member of the New York Islanders. That was going to be something that we were all looking out for. Um, and 19 minutes of play here tonight for Bo. Uh, not much that he did here. Uh, what? Not much of a, of, a, of a threat, I should say. He did have four shots on goal, which was the most for the New York Islanders. But uh, between Barzell and Palmari, that was enough of the damage that the uh, the Islanders needed here tonight uh, against the Philadelphia Flyers. So a tough loss, definitely. But you know, it's the first game back since coming back from break. You 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 had to have seen some of this definitely happening. But it is okay. We'll talk about it as this night goes on. But I want to formally welcome everyone to tonight's Flyers game recap. Of course, I'm your host, El Parcero Philly, the United of all things sports and culture in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we are live right now on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. We're live on DSM Media. We got TikTok live in the building as well. So, guys, definitely drop a, a comment in both comment sections. TikTok, keep tapping that screen away. Smash it away. Let's get some more Flyers fans in the building, some more uh, hockey fans in the building as well. And Islanders fans, if you're out there, come on in. Let's talk some some hockey here tonight. A reminder that tonight's Flyers game recap is sponsored by Lots Rain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, 
consider checking out lots of rain watches high quality watches at a bargain price right now ladies and gentlemen when you use my promo code barcelo philly you'll receive 10 percent off of your purchase of a lots of rain watch so ladies and gentlemen head on over to lots of rain and make sure you guys use the promo code barcelo philly 10 off guys it is 10 off here um, we'll talk about Tortorella's letter. I definitely want to get to that. It was definitely some interesting stuff by our man Torts. Um, but uh, I definitely want to get to some of the game. But I want to get some of these comments here. What's going on? We got Fuego Car 28. How are you doing, sir? What is going on? We got TJ Barry in the building. TJ, how you doing? Hope you're having a great night. You got TJ Forbes checking on in. What's going on? Fuego, I appreciate you coming in here, man. Um D Leaf, I appreciate you coming in here, but you got to go cut. Thank you so much for stopping by. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. TikTok, keep smashing the screen away. Keep tapping away. Uh, if you have any flyers questions, any hockey questions, definitely uh, drop it in the comment section. We'll be reading those as this live portion um, does go on. Um, I'm, and so, to, listen, for the, for the flyers here tonight, obviously, you know, you're looking to see the format they were playing in. Uh, but, you know, when you when we got off uh, of break here for uh, for our orange and black before we headed down to South Beach, um, this was a team that was kind of riding a little bit high. I mean, you know, they came off of uh, a tough loss. Well, let's let's put it this way: so Tuesday, twenty fourth, big uh, a tough loss to, to to the Kings, and then followed by another overtime loss to the Wilds. So two back to back tough losses. Final game before the break, the Flyers go up to Winnipeg. And absolutely laid it on the Winnipeg Jets. A big game by Kiefer Bellows, which I actually was kind of hoping and anticipating Kiefer would be able to get him back into this game because going up against his former team, the Islanders, I want to see him take it against his former team. Definitely did not happen. But that, so that's where kind of where we left off. A big win against the Winnipeg Jets. I'll be honest with you, the one, the, my main concern for the Flyers was going to be offensively. Um, because I do know that a lot of the way they've been generated offense this year has been from work ethic. I mean, this is a team that's leading the NHL or, or tops in the NHL in shorthanded goals and shorthanded opportunities. And so that is something that, that I want to see the Flyers continue contributing, but that's, you know, that's, that's always kind of a recipe for Russ, right? And so that's really what kind of happened here. Um, you know, there were so many great opportunities here. TK had one where he comes in from the slot and, does you know he just his pass to, to JVR who's right in front of the net was just a little bit too much. Um, JVR had another great setup by Noah Cates who had another great game in here. You know his young kids continue to just show out. Um, Noah Cates spectacular. Owen Tippett showing his strength man here tonight. Um, there was one instance I think it was with against Barzell where he just took the puck away from him just by using his strength in, that, in the second period. It's kind of what you're getting from Owen Tippett. And how about? Uh, Owen Tippett's past tweets surfacing yet again um, about was it JVR back in 2013 gets a goal. He was excited, puts a tweet out there, uh, JVR goal. Um, and look, now he's playing with James Van Riemsdyk. Um, You know, they had JVR talking uh, to the press after the game. I saw that interview right before hopping on live. And you know, his assessment was pretty accurate. I mean, there was a lot. There was good in this game. I think as the game went on, there was good. And I'm I'm not really concerned with this loss. It is the first game back. And by the way, the crowd tonight I thought was really good. Obviously, a lot of people are excited about the birds in Philadelphia. So for a lot of Philadelphians to kind of ease their nerves, because listen, I'm anti too. I can't wait till Sunday either. So for a lot of Philadelphians heading down to the barn, 
Watch the Flyers play. They're pretty solid this year coming off the break. We always hate New York. New York sucks. So that's always a great ticket to, to tune in. The crowd was was definitely definitely nice. But um, yeah, overall, the, the offense, I feel like later on, you're going to have better opportunities. That the next couple uh, games that they have coming up, I think it's a perfect opportunity for the Flyers to have to to get to get the ball rolling offensively. But we're gonna stick to this game and this game only. Um Vormalov didn't, you know, he really wasn't doing anything special. I really just think it was um the Flyers just missing their opportunities. And defensively for the Flyers, I thought I definitely thought it got better as the game went on, like I mentioned. How about Provorov's save in the first period? Dude, this puck was right on the line. <laughs> okay, and Provorov did a great job of got, kind of kicking that out. Now, Provy and Risto kind of got caught looking on that power play goal, um, but that was just a great play set up by Bailey. And then Palmieri just freaking snipes this bad boy. Um, Palmieri's been killing us since the devil days, but ooh, 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 it is it is kind of what it is with that one. But defensively overall, um, they definitely clamped down as this game went on. Um, the fourth line has not been getting a lot of love, but uh, overall they've been pretty solid. Let's let's actually go over those lines real quick before I get into that. Um, so your top line tonight: lots with JVR, uh, lots centering JVR and TK. Second line: Noah Kate centering Kevin Hayes and Owen Tippett. Morgan Frost centering Joel Farabee and Wade Allison. Um, and Patrick Brown centering Nicholas Delorier and Kiefer Bellows. I completely forgot um, that we are out with Zach McEwen right now. Hockey injuries, you guys know, you will never get a direct answer for that one. But um, as far as your defensive pairings go, uh, Ivan Provorov with Cam York, uh, Travis Sanheim with Rastus Ristolainen, and Nick Sealer matched up with Tony D'Angelo um, on that night, all on the night here. So uh, Kiefer Bell was pretty quiet, and it was also really good to see Wade Allison back as well. I know injuries is something that we always knock Wade Allison over, but it's good to see him kind of back. But the fourth line. All season long, has been really underrated, and they've been providing exactly what we need from your fourth line. The the, the four check is really what's been great, and they've been creating a lot of opportunities. And you saw how they were able to contribute on the goal here tonight, uh, the first, the only goal here for the Flyers. And listen, it was one of those games where you're going to need to get a, a muck grind, dirty kind of goal. Just find a way to get in that. That's kind of how that Nick Delorier goal kind of went in there. Unfortunately, that just did not create enough spark. For them to kind of put more back in that. The more opportunities came in, that's for sure. Uh, but it just was not clean enough um, for one to go in. Uh, Flyers had 26 shots on goal as the Islanders had 30, so not too far off. And for Carter Hart, like we mentioned, the first period really kept them in the game. It could have been a 2-0, 3-0 game after that first period. But a great job for the Flyers, uh, to kind of, or Carter Hart, to kind of keep them in this game as he always does. 28 saves. Off of 30 shots. Um, definitely a, a, a really clean game here. Joel Farabee still waiting for him to kind of break out. I know that's awesome that we've all been waiting for. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see, guys. It is, does kind of suck. It is, you know, it's funny because he's in his third year. First two years were really good with, with Joel Farabee. And this year, it's obviously been a little bit rough. Injuries definitely have been a factor. Kevin Hayes coming off of uh, all-star break looking good still. Four shots on goal here tonight. Um, and he was he was strong, a strong performance here as well. Um, what's up, they, uh, Drew? How you feeling, man? Fly Eagles, fly, go birds, baby! Fly Flyers, fly, fly Eagles, fly, man. We get Philly's Philly, brother. Philly's Philly, but we had a Flyers game tonight. Unfortunately, we lost, so 
we're definitely talking. We'll have uh, we'll have some Eagles talk tomorrow. Don't worry. And we'll have uh, we have a special guest on Wednesday to talk about the birds and Super Bowl on Sunday. So don't worry, we got Super Bowl content coming up, guys. We got to do our fly guys the right way. Um, so real quick, I want to bring up the letter that we've all been talking about here today. Um, I'm gonna bring it up here. Um, on the live here. So if you're on TikTok, you guys want to see the letter, it's here on the live. The YouTube channel is in the link. Um, so I'm just going to kind of skim through and read this here to you guys. So this was the letter by John Tortorella to the season ticket holders, a la the New York Rangers style. But this is from Torts, not from the front office. So to our valued inside edge members, at the beginning of the season, we set out the, uh, to build a foundation for the future and a standard for how we're going to play night in and night out. Now that we're halfway through the season, I want to share with you what I've seen from our guys. I've been very pleased with our effort, our effort, drive, and hunger to compete. Perhaps more importantly, uh, and I hope you've noticed this too. I love the way the team has consistently responded to the challenges we face both as individuals and as a group. Throughout the locker room, our players are showing a full commitment to getting it right. We also have some kids here who have impressed me. Some of them have taken on heavy minutes and big responsibilities and they're growing into the impact players we need them to be. This development of our young players is absolutely crucial for our future. This season, I've challenged the veterans on this team. I've seen, I've been very happy with their response. Beyond the stats, they've shown a willingness to adapt, compete, and lead our group both on and off the ice. Now, I'm, going, I'm not going to lie to you, and I want to be clear about this. We're not there yet. This year was the first step in building the future of the Flyers and restoring our reputation as one of the most respected teams in hockey. We're in the thick of the season right now, and we're going to see how our group responds to the challenges that lay ahead with our grueling schedule. It's a grind, but all of, it, all of that is extremely important to see what we have and what we need to move forward. This excites me because I can promise you this. The answer to those questions will come. And I will find out, to, and we will find out together, and we'll eat. We'll be an even tougher team for having gone through it. That's because we're in the midst of establishing an identity, not just an identity, but an identity that reflects the city of Philadelphia and the proud history of the Flyers organization. And then, of course, he ends it. We need you with us. We're gonna get this right, and we're gonna make you proud. And together, we're gonna remind everyone this: what this team is all about. And that is signed by your head coach, John Torter. All right, so the letter is not too surprising. And these are some things that John Tortorella has mentioned in previous press conferences. This is a process. This is not going to be a one-year fix. Um, it, it's going to take some time. And ironically, as it is, I have yet to listen to the podcast, but you guys saw the Kevin Hayes, Keith Yandel interview, where I think they did also interview Johnny Goudreau was in there as well, a couple of BC boys. Um, talking about the offseason for Johnny Goudreau. And obviously Johnny Goudreau, in the gist of it, pretty much said that he was expecting to come to Philadelphia in the offseason. So, uh, you know, going an all-star game, that's kind of leaving a sour taste into our mouth. And then John Tortorella drops this. So it kind of does answer that question. Drew Goudreau, although be it, would have been a nice piece, did not fit into the plans of the Flyers. So what tells me is that Tortorella probably said, Let's not do it. I don't think it's a good idea. You're going to spend a lot of money. We're not there for a player like John Johnny Goudreau. And I talked about it before. I was not mad that we didn't get Johnny Goudreau. I was mad at the fact of why we couldn't get Johnny Goudreau. 
And it just seemed as if because of Chuck Fletcher and his ineptitude and the way he has managed his hockey team, that's the reason why we couldn't go out and go get a player like Johnny Hockey. Now, this letter overall, this definitely should put a big smile on your face if you're a Flyers fan. You have to recognize that this team is not going anywhere. It was not going to go anywhere. And in order to build something, you need to rip it from its bare bones and build it back up. And that's what it seems like is happening here with the Flyers. Flyers have overachieved this year. They should not be a 21-win hockey team. And there's still a lot of hockey left to play. I still think that they can compete for a playoffs, but I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I think that they can still do definitely do that. Now, here's the bigger thing. Typically, with these type of letters, you're going to see that from the front office, from the general manager. But this came from our coach and John Tortorella, which makes it definitely interesting and de- throws it off a little bit. We definitely wanted to hear from that. But what does that mean? Does that mean that the Flyers' identity going forward will have Chuck Fletcher's imprint as well? What is the future for Chuck Fletcher? Now, you've heard the rumors that Chuck Fletcher's seat was starting to get warm during that 10-game losing streak that we went through earlier in the year. And it cooled off once things started getting better. This team started winning, and now he's fine. But what? Like, we're going to keep going through this pattern? I, I still personally think that Chuck Fletcher does need to go. I think that, granted, what he's done for this organization has not been good. Like, let's let's put it this way. Howie Roseman stayed on after the 2020 season because of the reputation. He won a Super Bowl. That kept him around. What's keeping Chuck Fletcher around? Like, Chuck Fletcher's not holding on to a Stanley Cup, right? He didn't want a Stanley Cup ever, not even as a... I think he won as, like, an assistant with the Ducks, if I'm not mistaken. But he didn't win with the Wild. He didn't win here. So what are we holding on to? What's the reputation? What, uh, eight, nine straight seasons of playoffs for the Wild? Cool. Great. He's only taken us to to one, one playoff appearance. I know the market's a little bit... Di- Actually, you know what? Minnesota's pretty crazy about their hockey up there. So that, that's not even the excuse. The roster's been mismanaged. The, we're in cap hell. I, I, I just I simply just, just don't understand. And that, that's kind of where we're at. That's kind of what we keep talking about. Um, but I definitely think that this letter definitely bodes well. Look, John Tortorella has helped some of these young kids. You look at Noah Cates. You look at, um, why am I blanking here? Cam York. You look at Owen Tippett, Morgan Frost. These are all young players who have excelled under John Tortorella. I never thought I'd get this out of Morgan Frost. I'm happy Noah Cates is doing this right now. And that bodes well. That's been the that's been a big problem with the Flyers. And now Tyson Forrester, Bobby Brink are doing their thing right now down on the AHL. Cutter Guthier is doing his thing over in BC. Or B, yeah, BC. No, BU. I'm sorry. Sorry. I know that's a big deal up there. I'm sorry to my my BU fans. But that's the point. The, 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 the culture is being set this year. You're going to have more young players with more talent coming in here over the next couple of years. You need to set this right now. And then you got veteran players like Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes slowly. We, we all remember that, that back and forth bickering that Hazy and Torts kind of went through. Well, they're good now. And, and look, Torts or Kevin Hayes is having a career year. Made the all-star team. TK having a career year. He's even getting some out of JVR. It three clear opportunities he didn't put away tonight, but he's, he's getting the most out of JVR, which is huge. Absolutely huge. 
And on top of that, he's got a really good goaltender in Carhart that makes it that makes it everything easy. Look at look, he kept the Flyers in the game tonight here in the first period. So that's the beauty of having a guy like that. Uh, I love it. We, all the Eagles fans, everyone is super bold up, and I can't even blame them. I can't even blame them. Yeah, fly, Eagles, fly. For sure, Savvy, for sure. Jalen Hurts, MVP, of course, of course. <laughs> Be nice if, if all the Philly teams won a chip. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, I, I'm settling for this. I mean, you have the you have the Phillies, the Union, the, the, uh, the Eagles, hopefully the Sixers in a championship. And, you know, Flyers are there. The Flyers are just there, unfortunately. Uh, give Howie the Flyers a turn the turn championship in two years. That, that, that would be nice. Give Ernst. No, give Ernst. Because you know what? Howie, Howie knows how to manage a lot of money. Ernst Tanner knows how to manage a little amount of money. In hockey, there's just not that much money to be throwing around there. Of course, you got Bettman throwing. Um, ooh, no, it wasn't Bettman. I forget who it was. I saw that the NHL viewership has gone down this year. I think it was like 22%. It, it, it's it's tough right now for hockey. It, it really is. And I feel like it's it's one of those sports as well where it's a generational thing. Like you talk about baseball all the time and how like you have all these kids who are fans because their father or their grandfather or their great-grandfather taught them the game and they kind of fell in love through that. Hockey's kind of being that as well. And unfortunately, hockey doesn't connect to the masses. It connects to a certain demographic, which we won't talk about here today. But it needs to expand. The ESPN coverage has been garbage. Luckily, we didn't have on ESPN here tonight. Thank God. But it's not good. It's not a good product out there. And that's definitely been concerning for me, at least. Because you know, guys know I love the sport as well. And I just want to see it flourish, especially in this city. And I know what this city is can be a hockey craze city because I grew up in it. Um, but you know, we just need to trust Tortorella, trust the process, let the, let the foundation build itself. And we hope and hope that it, it can get better. We'll see what happens. You know, a lot of fans still are upset that we didn't tank this season and we don't have a good, good opportunity getting a top overall pick, but that's fine. You're still going to find a good talent. And again, you're building that culture for young players to come here and flourish. So we'll wait and see now next up for the flyers. Um, you have here. This was this game here was one of a four game homestand, right? So next up, you got the Oilers coming into town Thursday. So Connor David and the Oilers coming into town on Thursday. Uh, you got Predators on Saturday, Sunday. You got a little 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 appetizer before the big game, uh, Flyers versus Kraken. So game probably in around four. You still got enough time to get back to back home to get ready for the Birds on Sunday. So that's definitely big there. And then they go off. Uh, onto the uh, onto the West Coast for a little bit, but Oilers and Flyers on Thursday. We'll see how the Flyers respond. Really, just need that offense to to come alive on Thursday to get a couple more goals. To be honest, what's up right now? Hope you're having a great night. All right, guys, it's gonna do it for tonight's Flyers game recap. Appreciate everyone checking on in. Uh, again, the Flyers fall to New York Islanders two to one, and we are off to face off against Edmonton. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Make sure you guys hit that like button, subscribe for more Philly sports. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we are sponsored by Lots of Rain Watches. Make sure you guys check our friends over at Lots of Rain and use the promo code Parcero Philly for 10% off. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go Flyers. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>